With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino. As always... Joined by the Caucasian rattlesnake, Serpiente Blanco, Travis Hansen. What's up, up, Dean? How you doing? Good. I'm good. And on audio, Joe Madrid. Joe wants me to tell the listeners he apologizes for the crappy quality. He's working on it, but his skills are not allowing him (laughs) to fix it. That's not exactly what I wanted. No, Joe, you don't get to speak. And then we have a special guest, our our. Colleague from Fox Sports Studio, Scott Tamil. Scott, Scott is the straw that stirs the drink on Saturdays and Sundays. So we thought it'd be great to bring Scott on, have him be a contributor, and and make this not a regular thing, but maybe a semi-regular thing. So Scott, what's up? Uh, not much. Just uh, it's good to be back. I know my first appearance was lauded. <laughs> If people loved it, I would never hear the end of it. You're up there with my brother, who we need to bring my brother oh, on. Oh, we've got to get him back. We'll bring him on yeah. soon, maybe next week, um, to hear how he's handling everything with what's going on. So this is, we were having a debate. This is either episode 34 or 35. Um, Joe thinks it's 35. Travis and I think it's 34. But Joe's counting a promo episode uh, or kind of an intro to the podcast as one full episode. So Scott, you're going to break the rule. You're going to, you're going to break the the debate here and create the rule. Is that promo kind of intro a full episode? Should we count it as one or should we just go by every episode that we've actually done a complete podcast? Can I say something before this is answered? Okay, Joe, say something. There's 30, that episode is on the podcast site. It's also on the megaphone website so it's okay. there all right that's fair enough scott you're you're ruling uh, i don't i mean if there's just like a promo that counts as an episode like it, it is taking the space but I, it's not an episode if it's just like get ready for this new podcast we're yeah. always talking about weeks and this is week 34 of the show this is week 34 of the show so this is going to be week 34 and what we're going to do is we're going to come up with 
we we all have to we'll all pick a a former or current sports um you know an athlete that wears the number 34 or wore the number 34 and come up with who was the best 34 and that's who we'll name the episode after so so everybody google best 34s come up with your come up with your best person i'll give you a second well we did this last week because we thought last week was 34 well we'll do we're gonna do it again all right well i'm ready you're ready okay there's a lot of good 34s. 34 is deep. 34 is solid. It's a really solid number. Um, so, Joe, you ready? Travis, you ready? Oh, yeah. Ready. Scott, you ready? Yeah, I mean, I did listen to the podcast from last week, too, and I, I'm ready also. And it could be, it could have, like, it just could be your favorite 34. Like, who is it? Sorry, Joe, you go. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, good one. That was one we forgot last week. That was good. I, the one, the one I said last week um, was was a guy I always think of a thirty four. Sir Charles, I think with, with the two hand dunks. Love that guy. Charles Barkley. Travis loves Charles Barkley. There you go, Scott. Uh, I do. I like. I mean, I know this was kind of what was thought of last week too, but Walter Payton because he just. You know, I, I didn't really get to see him play at all. But even growing up, he was just thought of as like, this guy is the greatest running back of all time. And when you would see those NFL films yeah. of all his highlights, you're just like, this guy is amazing. And then just, you know, they named the award after him. He was just a great guy all around in his personal life as well. A hundred percent. And and I and I'll get to my guy in a second. But Walter Payton, you know, I met Walter Payton at that Super Bowl. Um, in New Orleans, I think that was Super Bowl. It was the Patriots and Packers, um, whatever number that was. And I met Walter Payton, and I actually have a picture with him, me and two of my friends with Walter Payton. And he was like, he hung out with us. He was joking with us. The picture, he's putting up his fingers behind my head. Um, and obviously, the Walter Payton Award on and off the field. So, unbelievable guy. Great choice, Scott. Um, but that so been gonna, 31, Super Bowl 31? 31. Yeah, exactly. And, but for me, since I would have went with Walter Payton, but I want to go with somebody different. And this is somebody we didn't talk about last week. Nolan Ryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, good call. Right? Good call there. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to have to put it up to a vote. Joe, we'll do a poll. I think all good choices. We'll do a poll and we'll come up with who the best 34 is out of those four. Uh, well, I, just to throw in an honorable mention, one for me is Earl Campbell. Like he changed the way yeah, the running Travis, back position. We're not, was, there's but... no honorable mention. <laughs> you all get one. All so right. stop, stop being annoying. All right. Can we talk <laughs> about his hair for a second? Yeah. Did you shave yeah. your head? As if he couldn't get any whiter. What? But now, now you're going to now you're you're treading in dangerous. Yes, you like, are. White territory. Like you're, no. you're going. Like you're you're really white. We don't want you to go. Like far right. Yeah, we don't want your American just, history. Just, just be careful. Get it all out. Keep keep it coming. What else do you got, guys? Just, just be careful. Well, he, I, for the people who can't see him, it's not like he shaved it. No, it's it's, 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 it's he, very it's close. A buzz cut. It's, it's close. a buzz cut. Yeah. I cut it with the three. So we had the conversation a couple of weeks back. It's like I was wasting all that Murray's doing my hair at the house. So. I, I don't have anyone to do my hair for, so I just shaved it off. It's easier this it's a, way. It'll grow I, back in like a month when I go back to work, and I'll be good to go. It's a quarantine I, am, cut. I need a haircut. My hair is never. Yeah. My hair hasn't been this long since I was like five. Dean, come by tomorrow. Jerry's coming. Me, and he's cutting well, me and Shane. I'm gonna come by at some point. Joe's for those of you who don't know, Joe's brother is a uh, is a hairdresser 
I actually met Joe through Joe's brother, Jerry. Jerry was cutting my hair and, uh, and said, yo, you got to meet my brother. And then I go to meet his brother and he's wearing a full Lakers outfit with a headband. So <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Um, we had a, we had a, a, you know, a big event. It happened. We, we kind of all talked about it, the NFL draft. We all thought this was going to be like, this was going to be really cool. That, that it was going to be different and cool. We talked about that, you know, leading up to the draft and it played out that way. It was just like such a cool experience, obviously um, a much needed kind of, you know, break from, from all of the, the gravity of what's been going on, you know, around the country and around the world. And there was just so many just amazing moments oh my from the draft. I mean, you, <laughs> You know, you can go through the list of things that we saw that was just amazing. And first, let's start with we went through kind of the technical details and how that was going to work. And I just want to say kudos to, you know, the NFL and the IT team. I worked with a lot of these people um, that that put this together. They worked a lot of long hours and it was stressful because think about, you know, something something happening and a team not being able to make a pick and things like that. So. A lot of people worked really hard on this draft and kudos to those people at the NFL, you know, and not just the IT. I mean, there were so many people involved and, uh, and it really went off. It went off without a hitch. If you would have never, if you hadn't seen the draft before, you wouldn't have known anything different because it was, it was, it was well done. But the moments that, you know, people, people are talking about. So, so everybody, the kind of, one of the themes was that Roger, Roger Goodell was kind of, you know, I, I don't like I know Roger. I've worked with him. I consider him a friend. And I think people just were like thought he was a little bit dull, I guess, was the word. Like, that's what I was reading. What did you guys think? And I'll kind of get into, you know, his personality. A little bit. To me, he seemed a little robotic, like he's just everything was well like scripted and he just read it and he didn't show much personality. But that's that's my sense. <laughs> The Scott, two, come on, gloves are off. The two things that came up, and this was not just me noticing this, lots of people talked about it, is one, he changed a couple times, which yeah. was interesting. Yeah, he did. Uh, like he's like a host of like the Oscars where his costume <laughs> changes. And then uh, there was that recliner he was in, or that chair, and it just looked weird. He's like slouching into it, it. People were making jokes about him being drunk or whatever. It just... <laughs> It was just weird where it's like he's standing at some point, he's sitting other sure. points, he's changing. It just feel, it felt like he was overthinking every step. It, yeah. Uh, Joe, thoughts? I'm not a, you know, I'm not a huge fan and I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> so, not, I, so, all right. Why not? I think he's boring. Sorry. He's more boring than, yeah, I'm not a fan. He's a dork. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, that's not easy, right? You think about the first round, three plus hours. And then, you know, he did the second round. I think he went into the third round on Friday. But that's not easy to sit there and to constantly, you know, you're in front of a camera. And mm-hmm. I've always said, and Roger, Roger has a good personality. And if you sit down with him, my my favorite times with him were, you know, sitting down at a, at a, you know, at a league meeting, you know, away from all the, the, the business side of it, having a beer or glass of wine and just being able to talk. So he has a good personality. He's not that comfortable in terms of that standing up in front of a camera and whether it's speaking off a teleprompter or kind of that, that whole thing. And that's, that's a, 
How many times do you guys see either myself? Pereira is really good at it, but I struggle sometimes with stand-ups in the studio where you're, you know, you're trying to do a, you know, talk about a play and you're in front of the camera and you kind of got to just regurgitate some, some thoughts and ideas. And so that's not easy. Um, but you know, it is, it is tough. And I think people, you know, they want to see his personality and, and I don't think that's, that's a comfort zone for him. Um, so I think that's what it came across. I thought, you know, and one of the guys that's in the room with him that, that just was one of the support people is this guy, Chris Vasallo. and, and Chris works in the NFL IT department. I've known Chris for a long time, but Chris is the same guy. So Chris was just off camera, right behind the camera and helping Roger through it all. Chris is the same guy that if you remember, and if you haven't seen it, Google it, the infamous Robert Kraft video with his girlfriend. Oh, yes. The audition. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is the guy that, that Mr. Kraft punched in the audition. Wow. So, so this, this Chris has some really good stories to tell his grandchildren. I'm that, sure. That he was in the basement with Roger during the first virtual draft. And uh, and he was also part of that 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 infamous audition tape with with Robert Kraft and his and his girlfriend. So did did um, you see that? Um, the, I, you know, like there's those that fan box whenever yes. they were about to announce yes. the draft. Yes. I saw like an Instagram video. I think might have been a TikTok, whatever. Of like those were live. They were live. Yeah. There was like one where like a, a friend, like her roommate or something where she was one of the cheerleaders and they go from like the living room into her bedroom where she's like set up. And I was just like, it's yeah, a they lot. Sent out, they, they, they sent out these camera setups to not only the, the clubs, they had to have everything, you know, multiple because each person was in their own home. And then the, the, the draft picks these fans so it was like a big big production and uh, in the uh, press it, release it said over 600 camera views. yeah no question and the funny thing is is the chargers got flack because they were the only team that <laughs> they didn't have enough fans in the screen they had the chargers logo yeah i i had sent that to you guys because i thought it was hilarious but then i kept watching there were other teams that didn't have them probably feeds just went oh there was something. Okay. yeah, yeah there, i think even like the them. chiefs didn't have uh, yeah there was a couple times where boxes were out. but it was maybe funny that because was, maybe the camera didn't work or cut out at that right. point and they had um but but the other cool thing about the draft is not only we got to see commissioner goodell's basement but we got to see coaches gms their homes their setups and the two that the two that jumped out to me, and it was like the the contrast. There was actually three because Scott's <laughs> wearing a hat that 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 reminded me of it. Yeah, the, the, the contrast between Bill Belichick's setup and Cliff Kingsbury's setup was <laughs> unbelievable. Like you have Bill like in his. I don't know what that table looked like a backgammon board. And so he's in his place in Nantucket. He's always, he always has that Apple computer. Like the NFL has a deal with Microsoft and surface and they give, they had to cover it up. Did you see that? Always bill always has his (laughs) Apple with him at league meetings. He sits at that table and he has his Apple computer. And and sometimes like the meeting would be going on and he'd be doing something on the computer. And I'm like, I'm dying to know what he's doing on that computer. (laughs) But so you had that and then you had Kingsbury's house, which is right out of architectural digest. And he's sitting there, you know, looking all cool. And he's got his setup and the and and Camelback Mountain and the backyard. And it was just the fire pit in 90 degree weather. <laughs> like the difference is actually it gets cold. And it's the desert. It, it can get cold. still. No, it's like time. 90 in Arizona right now. It's hot. It, it was just. Right. 
it was funny. But then, then I saw McVeigh, like Sean McVeigh in his place in Encino, and he had a similar backyard setup as Kingsbury. And, you know, and that was the whole deal when they were hiring these coaches in, in 2000, before 2019, is they wanted the McVeigh prototype, you know, like Kingsbury, Zach Taylor and Matt LaFleur. So they're taking it to the next level and even designing their homes like Sean McVay. So, so I thought that was interesting. And the other one that jumped out because Scott's a Vikings fan was Zimmer's place with the, with the bucks on the wall, like the, the, you know, the, the deer head on the wall. It was that to me was, was hilarious as well. I have a question. Yeah. So you guys have already deemed me your douchiest friend. You are. Who's the douchiest, (laughs) douchiest coach in the NFL. (laughs) And this is a loaded question. Who's the douchiest coach Without, in the NFL? Yes, douchiest coach. Well, I mean, look, you're you're going you're going that you feel like Cliff was flexing and showing that that. <laughs> so you're you're going to say the thing is, Joe. We all flex at some point. We all want that attention, right? Every time we post on Instagram, every time we do, we're we're flexing. We're doing something. We want people to to notice us. So I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. Okay. I, I, I think it just shows a lot of the coaches. They're just, you know, football is their life and they're just kind of, they don't put much thought into their living space. It's, uh, it, it reminds me of like, if when I was like right out of college, like, oh God, it'd be sick to have a bar in my place, yeah. have all the boys come over and we just hang out and like, you know, like Belichick's looked like a beach house almost kind of like, you know, like tough. that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah it looked like a beach house, like, like side room. The the other one that made that went viral was Mike Vrabel. The scene, did you see the scene in Mike Vrabel's house during that yeah. one? And so there was so much going on, and the guy <laughs> in the Titans outfit and was then, that a son of his or just a guy? I think I don't know. I, I don't know who it was, but but I think the internet went crazy because in the background of that one shot, it was his his son, and it looked like his son was on the toilet. And people were going, oh, my God, his son was on the toilet. But then you watch the video and it was actually he's just on a bar stool in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But it was like the Internet, like we all wanted we wanted Mike Vrabel's son to be on the toilet. Like we need <laughs> we need that right now. Like we need that moment in the mm-hmm. middle of this craziness. And that's it was like it was so outrageous that people would think that. But it was like they wanted it to be. That's that's why they started talking about it. So it was just it was so many cool things. And you look think about the draft picks. And them sharing the moments with them, with their families and being able to see their families. And the one, you know, C.D. Lamb's girlfriend, like, trying to grab his phone. <laughs> and then him snatching it away. And the look. <laughs> like, the look. And so I guess here's a couple of interesting facts about that is C.D. Lamb's girlfriend used to date which former Oklahoma basketball star that plays in the NBA today? Oh, Blake Griffin. No. Mm. You're, what? But Blake <laughs> Travis, she's probably like 20, 20. Years. That's the only Oklahoma basketball player I could think of. Come on. Who do you, who did she used to date? This is, NBA, Scott, this is Scott's realm here. Scott, I don't NBA, know. Oh, wait, wait. Um, no, he's too old too. Part of a trade, a draft day trade. Uh, Trey Young. He used, she used to date uh, Trey Young. I forgot he even played at Oklahoma. I did yeah. too. I did too. Yep. He had a, he was he had a great tournament the last year. He was good. 
He is good. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's great. Stud. He's been a way better um, pro than I thought he was going to be. Than most people did, I think. Yeah. And that was a big, and people think, people are, are thinking that Dallas won that trade. I don't know. I mean, obviously Luca is, is unbelievable, but the, the, the Hawks got picks as well. I think one of those picks turned into Cam Reddish. So if one or more of those guys develop in addition to Trey, that could be a pretty even trade. Um, so yeah, she's today Trey Young. The the explanation was he was on the phone with Dallas and his agent was trying to FaceTime him. So she was trying to answer it for him to just tell his agent that he was on the line with Dallas. So that was the answer. Speaking of Dallas, Uncle Jerry, and I refer to him as Uncle Jerry because I want him to be my uncle. The setup, they were on the yacht and that 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 white couch, like he looked like a super villain. That was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing, like the whole setup. Like that yacht must be unbelievable. That yacht probably puts Kingsbury's uh, place to shame, but unfortunately we didn't get to see the rest oh, of it. Oh, for sure. But, you know, like I said, it was a great experience. I think we needed something like that, that distraction. Um, and uh, and I think the NFL, look, you know, the people I talk to, they'll incorporate elements of this, no question. And the NFL has a way of, of doing things like this and doing it right. And, uh, and I think this is something that you'll see, um, you know, more and more I've seen those, those GMs and coaches being able to share that experience with their, with their kids. Um, that was cool. And, and just everything else, the families, when these guys are working, especially this time of year, they're working insane hours. They don't get to see their families that right. much and they get to share it and have those moments captured forever. So that was pretty cool. Um, talking of the draft, I mean, what were, were there surprises for you guys that jumped out in terms of the, you know, the draft, the picks themselves? Before we get to that, can we talk about Gettleman? And you mentioned it about his, his mask after making the first pick, but how about like the third, on the third day, he's wearing the mask when he's all by himself. Like that's well, he, new. You know, yeah. Dave's recovering. He's, he, oh, wow. he's recovering from leukemia. Oh, wow. Um, so well, now it's not funny anymore. Yeah. So he's Sorry having, about that. So appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you, Travis, bringing wow. that up and trying to make light of it. Um, I didn't know. I mean, how he's, you know, leukemia survivor. So obviously mm. his, his immune system, I don't know right. if you, if, I don't know, Travis, if you understand a lot about this virus, um, but it does, it does, you are at more risk if your immune system is compromised in some way. And typically cancer patients have a uh, compromised immune system, Travis. So when next time you try to make a joke, about somebody, could you do a little research before you uh, before you do that, please? I will. I will. <laughs> nice. That was but, good. That was good. So, any uh, picks that surprised you? Jalen Hurts going to the going to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles. Um, the Packers. Everybody's talking. Yeah, Green Bay is Jordan is kind of the, the well, here's, Yeah, I think those obviously those are two. Obviously, the the Jalen Hurts people jump to it to conclusion to say. Okay, um, you know they don't trust Carson Wentz because he's he's injury prone, and they want to have and and look, there's an element of that, but I feel like I feel like what you're going to see is you may see like a Taysom Hill type thing with with Jalen Hurts in Philly. Doug Peterson is a very innovative coach. Um, you remember the Philly special in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, so I think you could see Jalen Hurts not just because Carson Wentz is certainly you know he's early in his career. And so I think you could see Jalen Hurts in, you know, included in the offense and doing some things um, outside of just being a backup quarterback. And uh, because it's way too early in his career for this to be the heir apparent to Carson Wentz, um, you know, so, so that's, you know, I think that's what Philly has kind of in mind. And it'd be interesting to see, you know, Taysom Hill, obviously 
you see the value that the Saints put in him. They just they just redid, redid his deal, two years, something like seventeen, eighteen million um, for a guy that doesn't play, you know, all that much. But when he does play, he has an impact. So I think that's something you could look look to. Um, the the other, you know, obviously the Jordan Love pick with the Packers, that raises a little more eyebrows in terms of are the Packers, you know, are they looking for the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers? You think about, but is it too soon? Um, if you go back similar to when the Patriots drafted, you know, Garoppolo, um, I'm sure they thought that Brady would start to kind of wear down and start to his production would decline and Garoppolo would be um, would be the, the next guy up. But it, but it just took too long. Brady was performing at a high level and they ended up rather than pay him um, a ton of money to be a backup, they ended up trading him. And, and obviously you look what he's doing in San Francisco. So is that, is that kind of, is it still too early though? Um, does Aaron Rodgers still have enough football? He's only 36. I mean, it's certainly not crazy to think he, he doesn't have at least four or five more productive years. How I mean, tall is he? I don't know. I don't know. What's that? How tall is Aaron Rodgers? How tall is Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. He's probably six two, six three. Yeah, he's got some time left. Yeah, I, I, I think again, um, he's been, if not the best, one of the best quarterbacks, uh, you know, in the last couple of years. And 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 so again, we'll see. And maybe Jordan loves a guy that that the 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 backers could use in, in a couple of different ways. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is um, draft grades and the idea of draft grades because this I've kind of seen. You know, to me, on one hand, it seems silly to grade the draft because we don't know, right? We don't know if these players are going to pan out. I'm sure every team feels good about their draft. I'm sure every team feels good about their previous drafts. And not every player, it's a very small percentage of players that get drafted that make Pro Bowls. You know, you're really looking as you get into the later rounds, you're looking to see if you can get, you know, a couple of starters, get people that contribute on special teams. Um, so the idea of draft grades is is – seems silly but from the other perspective i get it in that if teams have needs going into the draft and there's certainly value to every pick um if they address those needs and i think that's to me where where a draft grade is possible did they address the needs that they had um going into the draft and did they get good value for those picks no one knows how these players are going to pan out but that's why you know when you think of the packers draft yeah they drafted jordan love high but they didn't didn't draft any receivers in what was, you know, considered a very, very good receiver class. So that, that to me was surprising. And that's where I think when you start grading drafts, that's how you can do it. But no one knows. I mean, it takes three years before you can probably grade a draft accurately as to how these players are going to pan out. Look at Scott's Vikings. I'm sure he's been excited about every Vikings pick, um, you know, the last five years. And all we do is hear him complain about the Vikings on Sundays. So. <laughs> we keep drafting receivers in the first round who don't do anything. So that's always a. Yeah. A who was the la- I mean, was Diggs a first rounder? No, I, I don't believe so. I, I believe the last receiver we drafted in the first round was uh, Treadwell. Who's Treadwell, like, who did. Who's yeah. like, a, yeah. he's still on the team, I think, but he's just like been buried as a third or fourth option. Sure. And then uh, it's not been great. But uh, it's been nice to see the Jordan Love thing just because uh, I get more uh, excitement and enjoyment out of the Packers fans feeling depressed. And right now, uh, we don't know how it's going to turn out for years, but right now, most of them are really angry, and I'm happy about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that Vikings-Packers love-hate relationship or hate-hate relationship in the uh, NFC North. All right, you know what? Let's uh, let's take a break. 
When we come back, we're going to get into, hopefully, not cancellations, but when things are coming back, next on Good Calls. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Let's get into, um, hopefully, the start of things starting to reopen. And, and, you know, I know there's some things, look at states like Florida and Georgia starting to starting to open up a little bit. I know they, um, they opened up the beaches in San Diego, uh, I believe, this week, today. And, and so... Just in the sports world, Travis, what's what's happening? What's the latest in terms of when are we going to start to see some things come back? Well, when we're going to see some things come back, we got a great event coming up potentially in May with uh, Brady and Mickelson versus Manning and Woods in a in a golf match that'll be televised on TNT. That'll be fun to watch. It's uh, you know big names in both. That'll of do sports. well. I mean, that'll, that'll yeah, do well. In the yeah, yeah. Spe- you know, speaking of doing well, like the draft was up thirty five percent from last year. Um, from 6.2 on day one to 8.4, so like huge numbers. So that that would do a massive number. Another one that'll do a massive number is UFC returning May 9th for pay per view. Um, they're talking UFC 249. Um, Ferguson versus I don't even want to attempt to butcher this name. Um, I'll leave that one up to you guys. Um, who just are... engaging? So I want to just talk about the UFC for a second because I was really looking forward to Fight Island, 
and it doesn't <laughs> look like it's going to happen. Sounds like a reality show. But can you imagine Dana White? So they were going to have this, this card originally was going to be in, in April. It was going to be at the, um, the, uh, Native American reservation, a casino here in California. And then Disney put the kibosh on that. But could you imagine that phone call to Dana White? If that was like, actually like, like who's the chairman of Disney? I Eisner, Iger, who is it? Uh, I was it. Isn't it Iger? Yeah. I thought he just stepped down. No. Well, no whoever. He, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Whoever it is matter. calling Dana White, and what would Dana, like Dana White's reaction? Because to me, he's the he is the the. Imagine Dana White being the commissioner of the NFL. Like the stuff that he says is hilarious, and I think the draft. Imagine Dana White in his basement conducting the draft versus <laughs> Roger Goodell. Which um, that reminds me. I was watching Last Last Dance. Well, we'll get back to that later. We're going to talk about it. But during a press conference, um, Doug Collins drops an F-bomb. And it's like, ah, that would never happen now. It's great. Did you see the, the new thing Dana's doing where he's there's some contest and he's letting a fan make like actually make a fight? Yeah, they, you can win. They're doing a couple of promotions. You'll win. You can win a you know all-expenses-paid trip to watch a UFC in Vegas with Holly Berry. Yeah. With Holly Berry. Holly Berry. She's a big Holly UFC Berry's fan. Yeah. Is like a big UFC yeah. fan. Um, there's, there's some other things that you, that you can win, um, you know, sparring sessions and, and, and different things. So you're yeah, doing that's a lot of promotions. Yeah, obviously yeah. try to drum that's up I want. interest. I want to spar with a UFC fighter. No, thanks. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine if it's like one person gets to hang out with Holly Berry and then the other's like, you get to spar with a fight. It's like, yeah. I, I wish I, I really wish I got the other. Which one's first prize and which one's second prize, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh. um, what else, Travis? What else is, is, is on the horizon? Yeah, a story that came out on Monday was the NBA's targeting no earlier than May 8th for, uh, for facilities to open up and individual workouts in states that uh, don't have the stay-at-home restrictions. Um, which is which is crazy because there's so many teams in California and, and there's no there's no talk of of uh, of Newsom opening stuff up again anytime soon. Yeah, well, hopefully that changes, right? Because um, then I'm moving. If not, I'm moving to Florida or Georgia or just Newport Beach or New. Yeah, well, but apparently, did you see? So there was a there was a, and I saw the reason I saw that was. Um, and it was great because I was texting with him. So Joel Klatt, who I follow on Twitter, obviously our colleague at Fox Sports, he tweeted out those pictures. So there was these pictures of what was supposedly Newport Beach with all these people on the beach. And and uh, and he tweeted out, he says, I live in Newport. I don't recognize any of this. And then to which Brady Quinn responded, Fla- uh, uh, hashtag flex or weird <laughs> flex or whatever it was. And, uh, and so I, I think was it t- was Huntington beach that was open that had tons of people like 30,000. Yeah. Or something so I, I don't know if those pictures were actually Newport, but cause Joel was confused. And then obviously Brady made a joke and I was texting Brady because I wanted to like, I told Brady, I want to, I want to reply to your thread, but I don't want to, people are going to get upset. I was going to post a picture of Monaco and, and be like, Hey, I live in Monaco. You know, like why, <laughs> What, this doesn't look like I have it, a second but. home there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wait, where is Brady though? Is he in Florida? Right? In Florida, yeah, Florida. Florida. Okay. 
Yeah, Clearwater or something, right? Isn't he in Tampa? No, he's not. He's on the east, uh, east coast. Oh, you want to give out Brady Quinn's what, address? What's his address? Yeah, what's his zip? Yeah, yeah, I got Travis, his number you, too. If you... Travis, you've 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 become you've joined a white supremacy group. I can't look at him making fun of leukemia survivors, and now you're trying to give out people's address on what has happened. White supremacists don't drink, drink wine, dude. <laughs> it's that's human blood. What <laughs> what has happened to you? Right now, is is it finally gotten to you? Is quarantine finally, you know, finally made you just say screw it? No, no, the, it's just it's just the easy, clean look. I don't have to mess with the hair. I don't. I'm have trying to, my to best. I'm trying my best to make him uncomfortable virtually. You can't That's do it. Goal. You can't do it when I'm when I'm not it's sitting next so to you. It's so much easier when you're. It's so much easier when you're when you're within my reach. And and obviously, I don't know when that's ever going to be because of what's maybe it's because on. I've been struck so many times. You know, like. I'm just you're immune to it. Yeah, like, ah, don't hit me. Um, so yeah, so NBA no later than May eighth. You you sent me a note about um, so Syria in Italy. Um, they're saying May eighteenth for for training. Is that is that what's happening? Yeah, that's what the Italian government's saying. They set it for May eighteenth, um, and they could start playing games as early as June with no fans in the stadium. Sure, um, sure. and they've they've been suspended since March 9th. So be great to see that one and that's positive because i think obviously italy was hard hit by the virus and they were certainly ahead of us and so if their curve is flattening and uh, you know i don't know this for sure but if that's the case if they're thinking about bringing back their premier sports league in that country then hopefully we're not too far behind it right which which then brings up a rules um thing for the show fifa wants to uh, let teams use five substitutions instead of three due to uh they think that guys are out of shape and and uh and and higher than normal frequency and in the matches that'll be coming up and they lead to injury it's interesting because you know i think soccer is a, certainly a sport where you can add a rule like that and i think it makes sense you think about our sports coming back you know are there going to be you know rules changes or some some accommodation for the, the, the shorter off season or in the NBA and the NHL's case and, uh, and baseball, like stopping in the middle of it or just at the start of it, you know, will there be some, uh, some, again, a, a, a rule or some, some form of accommodation for those players not having the, the proper you know, time to, to get ready. Right. You have to think about these professional athletes. When was the last time they probably shut down and didn't do any kind of like competitive competition for a six week period? I can't imagine it. It's ever happened since they were like kids because these guys are just like overly competitive and always doing something. But according to Instagram, everybody's working out every single day. Like, what are you talking about? Everybody's everybody's doing something. Goals, right? Right. Goals exactly. I mean, even Dean's Everybody, got the bands at his house. We saw. I've got the, I've got the resistance bands. I've got a jump rope. I started. I haven't jump roped regularly probably since my twenties, and I've been doing it for the last two weeks. When I started, I looked like Rocky in Rocky One when he first started training for the Apollo fight. Now, after two weeks, I'm not quite like Rocky Three with Apollo. But I'm like somewhere in that Rocky two, can, you know, range. Can we I've have a jump rope? Pretty good. Can we have a jump rope contest? 
Oh, yeah. I'm terrible. Okay. I was just going to say, I can't get like five in a row. It's not, and, it's, it, there's going to be style points as well. <laughs> but are you yeah. doing it in and the house? The next thing I'm adding, I'm adding, I'm adding some flair to my next. Now that I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm going to add some double jumps, some kind of crisscross, you know, the whole deal. So yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll shoot a video. We'll do, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a, I can maybe do 30 seconds straight. And then I always screw up. I, I would, I would take the under. I'm using, and you know what I recommend use a weighted rope. I'm using the weighted rope. I know we've used that gel before when we train with chain and that that's hard. That's real hard. You get, you, you get a a shoulder workout. I mean, it is, uh, you know, my triceps start cramping. It's no joke. Weird flex. (laughs) Weird flex. I've got triceps just so y'all know. (laughs) When I saw that story about the substitutions, I had to look up what, what the average is for guys running in or, you know, players in a soccer match. Do you guys know how long it is? Like on estimated you know I mean? miles, miles. Yeah. I, I would, they, they definitely run, I'd say seven, seven miles. A nice game. guess. Would you look it up? I shouldn't have put no, the question I on the run. I, didn't. I, didn't <laughs> I did look it up. I did look it up. It was like between five and nine at the most. Usually. Right. Right. Yeah, I was going to go four, Yeah, but I mean, I'm a lazy soccer player. Now. Think about it. I was though. Think about the, you know, the people on the, on the, the pitch, right. Who run the most, who, who do you think run the most in soccer? Well, it's like the, it's the midfield, not the goalie, not yeah, But, but the referee, the referee, referee bringing it all back, right. The referee always has to be around the ball. They always have to be around like to call fouls and things like that. So the referee runs, I would imagine if we could Google that, we can find out the referee probably runs just as much as midfielders. I could guarantee yeah. you that you can't Google that because nobody cares. <laughs> Joe. I don't mean to downplay your profession. I know that this is your expertise, but. Joe, the reason you are on a podcast right now <laughs> is because of my profession. This is true. And I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, it, that's not even reason, a weird flex. That's reason, a flex for sure. You, you Legitimate went, flex. Time out. Time out. All right. Football referee word. Time out. The, <laughs> the reason you went to one of the greatest Super Bowls and had one of the greatest experiences of your life that you continue to thank me for until the day I die was because of my profession. This is All true. Right? So, so if you went now, Travis made fun of a guy that was recovering from leukemia. You I didn't are now know. I didn't know. My profession, the only friend I have in the world right now that's decent and honest and, and pure is Scott <laughs> right here. So that's. That's it. You know what? And anybody who knows Scott knows that's not true. <laughs> it's, that could be fair. That could be fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's shift gears. Let's talk about uh, not coming back, but they are currently playing. Taiwan baseball. All right. And we, this week in Taiwanese baseball, um, we're going to do, I'm going to give you guys a tutorial on, on Taiwan Taiwanese baseball. Okay, so I'm going to share my screen. I did a little PowerPoint, and I'm going to share my screen. And hold on a second here. (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, that's not the right one. Sorry. One second. Riveting for the listeners at home (laughs) right now. We're cutting this out. We're cutting this out. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Wrong wrong slide. All right. Okay. So Chinese Professional Baseball League, the CPBL, 
It's otherwise known. It rolls up its tongue nicely. Good. Exactly. It was established in 1989. We're currently playing its 31st season by Brother Hotel's chairman, Hong Tang Shang. Okay, when you think about Chinese baseball, obviously in Asia, baseball is more of a Japanese sport. The Japanese played have played baseball for, for many, many years. They, we've seen Japanese imports into the major league. Um, Ichiro, Hideo Nomo, the list goes on. We have so many good. But the Chinese baseball, um, Chinese are more into basketball, right? But under the, the Japanese occupation of China, from 1895 to 1945, that's when kind of the baseball culture started to integrate into China. So just a little history for you. Um, clubs. Okay, so there are four clubs currently playing, and then there's a fifth club. So the China Trust Brothers, the Fubon Guardians, not to be confused with the New York Guardians of the recently defunct XFL. The Rakuten Monkeys, which up until 2019 were the Lamigo Monkeys, the, my favorite name, the Uni President 7-Eleven Lions. Okay. And then the, Always fifth, open. the fifth team that will add, oh, nice. The fifth team that will start playing in 2021, they're currently playing in the minor league, is the Wei Shuan Dragons. Okay, so there, there's currently four teams in 2021. We'll have five professional teams. The season. The season goes from March to September. So, very similar to our baseball season. There's an all-star break in either June, July, in that, in that time range. Um, it's a 120-game season. It's split into a first and second half. The half-season winners and the seasonal winner make the postseason. So if you, win a, if you win a half, you qualify for the postseason, and then the, the team with the overall best winning percentage gets a wild card. So there's three teams that make the playoffs. So out of a four-team league, you have a 75% chance <laughs> to make the playoffs, which is unheard of. There's a best-of-five playoff series first, followed by a best-of-seven, the Taiwan series. If the same team wins both the first and second half, okay, so then the, the next two teams with the best winning percentages play, and the team that won both halves automatically gets one win in the Taiwan series. So there's your... There's your tutorial on the Chinese professional baseball league. Nice. So complicated. Wow. Hey, I did some research. I'm ready. Everybody, there's four of us. Everybody gets to pick a team. I'm my team. Although I'll give you a little background. The the Uni President 7-Eleven Lions have won the most championship. They've won nine, but, and this is the the Rakuten Monkeys, who were formerly the Lamigo Monkeys, they're like the New England Patriots of the Chinese professional best baseball league. They have won six of the last eight Taiwan series. Just telling you. And the last three in a row. So who gets to pick first? Everybody gets a pick. I will pick last because I know obviously know the most about, about the league. I'm going so, I gotta go Lions strictly for the tattoo. Okay, right. so Joe, your, your team is the Lions, and this will be a bet, and whoever wins the championship this year will get to, you know, we'll come up with some some type of, uh, you know, something we can do. All right. Some so, amazing prize. Lion, exactly. Lions for me. Lions. Travis? I'm going with the Monkeys. So Travis goes with the... the uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, the Monkeys. Good. Well, I was just going to say, so is it the Guardians is left? Yeah, the Fubon Guardians and the China Trust Brothers. I'll do the Guardians. I'll do the Guardians in okay. honor of the recently deceased league. 
Got it. So I will be the, I'll be the China Trust Brothers. Which and is a great name too. Yeah, it is no doubt. Can we just, can we be the Trust Brothers? Can we nickname ourselves wow. the Trust Brothers? Not with that haircut. I don't know. Yeah, we're don't know. we're in the trust tree here, though. That's the thing. You you lost all trust when you when you did that to your hair. It'll grow back. Recently, we were at uh we were at Olive Garden, which was lovely. Waitress, <laughs> and I started. It'll, it'll grow back, guys. I know you miss my hair, and you right. use so, the Murrays. Stop talking about your hair, Travis. We are going to go to break, and Joe is going to get another chance <laughs> at taking us to break. All right. Because last week was just uh, abysmal. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. All right. So let's go to break. When we come back, Travis is going to get to do his best play-by-play. We'll be talking all things MJ and The Last Dance and how Scott, a toothbrush, changed Scott's life. Next on Good Calls. (laughs) Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back. I, I didn't think we were ever going to get to break because Joe went on and on. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to tell us what we were going to hear from the next four shows. But much better performance, Joe, in taking us to break than last week. But you only had one direction. You can only go up from there. So nice Thank job. You. We're Thank back. Um, let's talk Last Dance. Obviously, this is the ESPN documentary and. 
Um, I still have not watched, but you three have all watched it. I gave my reasons last week why I'm not watching, but I know enough about it, and I can certainly chime into the conversation. But you guys go with this. I think it was, I guess it was right, episode three and four Mm -hmm. on this week or Sunday. And uh, what thoughts, what do you think? Scott, you had some pretty good, you know, you you were obviously, you're probably – the biggest basketball fan of the group. What, what what were your takeaways? Well, uh, one complaint that I have right away, and I had this after the first two episodes, is just that people have really been fawning over this, but I feel like there hasn't been enough. Uh, I, I re- Maybe I'm misrepresenting this, but when the original pitch was coming out, like, hey, they're working on this series, they were saying, there's so much behind-the-scenes stuff, unprecedented access. Most of the stories you're hearing are things we already know. Michael Jordan's very competitive. You know, uh, the Pistons, like, helped transform the team. Yeah. Phil Jackson was kind of a hippie guy. He's bringing his own philosophy. So I want to see more... Like, never-before-seen footage. Yes, and there's you get a little bit, sometimes a little bit of X's and O's of, like, bench talk, which is really fascinating. You get some more insight into anecdotes about, like, you know, the most recent episodes had Rodman going to Vegas or, you know, like, it, Carmen Electra pops up and talks about stuff. But I, I just feel like, it, you know, I, and I guess this is, it, it helps reframe it. This is not about, this is first and foremost about Michael Jordan. And then it's about that final season that they had with the Bulls. So it's not, it's not all this relevatory stuff. And we're still too close to it for Jordan, I think, to uh, be completely open with new stories and things. You can still tell he's guarded. This is an NBA production. They're not going to let it go completely insane. Yeah. The thing I, go ahead, I was going to say, like, Jordan, Jordan, he, he sold this thing, and, like, it was always built up at the beginning. Oh, I'm gonna, you're going to think of me as a horrible person. I haven't seen anything that I didn't I, – I, he looks great in my mind. I, I love Jordan, and we talked about this last week, and nothing, nothing in it has showed me, oh, this guy's a horrible person. Yeah, the, the message – So what? Yeah, like, the message from the first couple episodes is, like, here's what we know. He loves his mom. And he doesn't do drugs like the rest of the Chicago Bulls. So it's like, what a bad guy. <laughs> it was just like, uh, although I, they, I do, I did like the most recent two episodes more. You get a little bit more uh, behind the scenes look of things. And, uh, you know, I just, I like seeing just the raw footage of Dennis Rodman was signing uh, autographs in like the tunnel and you're just seeing this time capsule footage and you're just like, wow, I wonder what those kids are up to. Like what's he, it's just like, it's it, that stuff. That's really fun. Yeah. Joe. You know, I was busy eating seeds, right? I now. watched it last night, but I fell asleep. So mm-hmm. I got to the part when Dennis Rodman started dying his hair and I knocked out. So, well, you know, I'll probably, you know, maybe when it's all <laughs> over and it's all out, maybe I'll watch at some point. But I think I do feel like there's an element of because of the environment we're in today, it's probably more hyped than it could possibly would be if there was a ton of other things going on. Like this is one of the it was going to be big either way. Um, mm-hmm. But but obviously with the environment and, and, and coronavirus and everything else and those sports, this is 
this is one thing that we all have and we can all watch. Yeah. You, I will say they, you, it is nice because some of this stuff I haven't seen, like Scotty Pippen uh, footage from college, Dennis Rodman's yeah. college stuff. And you're like, wow, these guys were like, like amazing athletes and, uh, and getting to know, I mean, there was a full 30 for 30 Dennis Rodman documentary just a few sure. months ago. So but it is nice to get all of this. The juiciest thing probably last night was uh, Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. Like, clearly there is no love loss. And that's what I want more of and less of just, like, the the same mythologizing of, like, Jordan is really a tough guy and he hates losing. It's like we know that. But, like, sure. to see him talking shit, to see him, like, they're swearing basically at each other. And then to see them just like be angry, you know, like there's still, and then even the one other anecdote was, you know, there's a Scotty Pippen game where he has a migraine and, you know, Jordan, even today in the contemporary interviews, is like, doesn't buy it. He just is like, no, 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 he doesn't have a migraine. I saw that, I saw that clip on Twitter and where they, they were shown because I, I don't, as much as I don't like Jordan, I'm not a Pippen fan either. And it was like Jordan was kind of like he rolled his eyes when when they talked about Scottie Pippen with the migraine game and uh, and his migraines. So and I know he, you know, from what I read about the first episode or the first two episodes when Pippen kind of took the summer off and, and, and didn't get surgery when he could have because he wasn't getting paid mm-hmm. um, what he thought, which would which properly, you know, correctly, he should have been, been paid more. Um, and Jordan did had a problem with that. But the thing, the thing about Michael Jordan, obviously, like you said, he's, he was a fierce competitor. He made people, he, he forced people um, to be better. And, uh, and that's what, you know, part of his greatness. It doesn't mean that, that I have to like him. And I always liked the, yeah. you know, the, you know, Isaiah Thomas was always one of my favorite players. And I thought, you know, Isaiah, here's a guy that's 5'11". Um, and, and you, he, he, those Pistons teams, I enjoyed watching those Pistons teams because they were kind of like my Knicks during that time as well. We was a, a blue collar. We're going to, we're going to beat you up. No easy layups type thing. And, uh, and obviously Jordan rose above that. And again, you can't question his greatness. Um, but you know, if you, if you gave me Isaiah Thomas over, you know, I take Isaiah Thomas over Michael Jordan, just fan wise. Um, but that, all that said, me and Michael Jordan do have something in common. Uh, <laughs> that? He, we do, we do. So what one of my favorite players of all time, and I mean, not that I got to watch him all that much because I was little and he played when, when he played, but um, is also Michael Jordan's favorite player and the guy that inducted him into the Hall of Fame. Does anybody know who that is? I can't probably recall. Not. This is probably one of the guys, that, that David Thompson. So David Thompson um, played for the Nuggets. He's in the Hall of Fame fame Michael Jordan he patterned his game off of David Thompson and he said Michael Jordan has said that David Thompson was the guy that made him fall in love with the NBA if you are if you are bored and you want to just go on YouTube Google David Thompson highlights trust me okay. when I tell you trust me David Thompson David Thompson highlights and you will be this guy is unbelievable and and you can see a lot of Michael Jordan in this game and uh and he actually inducted Michael Jordan Picked David Thompson to uh, to uh, do his introduction in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, not my favorite player of all time. My favorite player of all time was Bernard King, who played for the Knicks. 
who dropped 60 on the Celtics in a playoff game, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, so, okay, enough of the last dance. We've been doing Joe's social distancing tips, and Joe's is not a very good social distancer. I think Travis is doing well. Scott and I, this is right up our right up our alley. I thought know, I did a great job good. last week. Just just so you're just so you're just saying. Hey, Joe, Joe, that's okay. Don't worry. You don't you don't have to. You don't just, have to justify it to yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Uh, you know what, Travis? I, <laughs> tell us, Travis. We have to cut your camera off. I cannot look at you with that haircut. I'm sorry. Like, tell us. He he's got to just because I look good with the shaved he's head. Got a, he's got a protest to go to later. Um. So what? Joe, what is the first thing? Let's let's spin it. Let's do positive. What's the first thing everybody's going to do when this is all over? It's a great question. I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it PG thirteen. I'm gonna get a steak dinner. I'm gonna go to the mall. I'm gonna walk nice. around. I'm gonna buy some clothes. That's PG thirteen. PG, and then I'm going to get like this the most beautiful steak dinner, and I will be drinking booze, and I'm just gonna say I'm gonna talk to everybody. Hey, what's up, waiter? Okay, <laughs> you do that now. Okay, you do that. You you do that normally. I, I haven't you done it for like six weeks. Fun. Yeah. All right. So steak dinner, booze, things you could do right now at home, but you're going to talk to everybody. I do okay. steak dinners at home and drink booze every night, I but it's I want to be out. I want to be out. I want to see people. I'm going to hug someone random. Squeeze yeah. the shit. Out I don't somebody. think that's going to go over very well. I'm good with that. I won't live in a world without hugs. I don't look like you, Travis. I won't either. I know the I know the doctrine you're trying to you're trying to push, you know, with your new haircut. But but we're not going to have it on this show, Travis. That's right. We know no one's going to want to hug you, Remy. Okay. If I put a hat on, I look the same as you guys. I didn't know. (laughs) What's the first thing you're going to do, Travis? Or what are you looking most forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to just getting back to to go into work and seeing people, my colleagues. Oh and, my and, God. But, but, get, but, get but, but go to work. But, go but to honestly, work. Fail Travis. But, but honestly, like also to, to have a barbecue at my house, to go to the beach, play volleyball and bring my, bring my, my kids to the beach. Like just, you know, normal things. That, Dean, where did you find this do. guy? I'm looking forward to going to work. <laughs> I'm gonna roll well, I, I get that a little bit. I get oh. that a little bit. I, you guys don't have structured jobs right. like most Americans do. Most hardworking Americans. Speaking of that, Scott, you got your stimulus check. Oh yeah, yeah. And a letter, my, from, a letter from the president. Yeah, so I got a direct deposit because I filed my taxes uh, to get direct deposit. But he felt he needed to send me a letter just so I knew. That it was from him. He's from watching you. Yeah. Is. Yeah. It, it is from him, Scott. Yeah. And, and, and as far, you know, maybe I'll use that for when we get out of this. What do I want to do once this is all over? Uh, it is kind of a boring answer, too. But, like, I'm a bit of a, you know, a, a lot of times I try to make excuses to not go out. So I, but weirdly now when you can't go out at all, you know, it'd be nice to just go to the bar, hang out with friends all night. Like, uh, just be out and about because, again, it's that thing where when they tell you you can't do it, then you're like, God, I miss this. Can you imagine what the bar, what the, like, what the Hermosa Pier is going to look like the day after they release this thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, I was, I took a walk on the Santa, the Santa Monica promenade on Sunday, and that's, you know, that, if anybody did in that, that area, video is eerie. Sunday night is, is, it's packed. I mean, you'll have people from the area, you'll have tourists, you'll have, and it is, there's no one. I mean, there's, the, there's, there's a lot of homeless people, 
Um, but there's just not a lot of there's just not a lot of life in terms of people walking around and shopping and stores are closed and and it's definitely you know just being able to go and people watch and sit. Now I'm actually looking forward to that. Like go, I would go with my my, my two sons and we would go sit at a, you know one of the outdoor spots and eat and watch people and hang out. And, um, but I'm definitely I, I promise Joe I'm going to be more social when this is over. Um, I'm going to go out. I'm going to talk to people and. Uh, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do my part to, to share in, in, you know, hopefully what will be a, a summer of, we, let's come up with a name. Let's figure out a name for the summer. If we come out of this, it's going to be the summer of what? So we'll all, we'll all kind of think, think, put our thinking caps on and come up with a name. Resurrection. But we'll, we'll put it on. Okay, Travis, again, I don't know. I, can't, I cannot look at him. We have to He's, cut his camera. I can't look su- at the dude. The summer of states rights. <laughs> <laughs> the summer I got my guns back. <laughs> like, I feel like he's going to show up in, like, the general lead of Fox next year. Or I'm telling you, it's... <laughs> It's we gotta watch out for Travis. People need to see it. It's not that crazy. We're making it (laughs) sound insane. I'm worried about him. If he grew a goatee, he's basically Ed Norton in America history. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, so Dean, you're gonna you're gonna gonna people at one point, maybe. All right. What's that, Joe? So you're gonna you're gonna people watch. That's what you're gonna do. But we are gonna go. Oh, by the way, Shane and Marie. Are coming with us to the Jersey Shore. They're from Philly, so they're coming. Oh, that's that's actually what I'm looking forward to: the Jersey Shore trip. Oh my god! And the Wyoming trip. The Wyoming trip. I, I definitely. So I'm already next spring. So spring 2021. I want to do. Let's go to Europe. I want to. There's places I want to go in Europe. I want to do something, some kind of trip. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. But let's uh, we'll talk, you know, we've been doing best, you know, what is, what, what's the most recent in terms of COVID-19 internet content? I think one of the silver linings of this is the creativity and everybody's been, you know, online doing different things. Um, what's the most recent thing we've seen that we liked? Well, I like the one that Joe sent us with the towel or the blanket, whatever was it was. Really good. <laughs> you, you know, which one is another one I liked was, uh, have you seen the family Olympics? So it's this no. family, they're like in their, they're, you know, they're quarantined. So it's a family in a house and they're just making up games. They had like a blindfolded dodgeball with toilet paper rolls. So everybody blindfold themselves. They just start chucking toilet paper rolls they're, at each other. They're, they're wasting toilet paper. Like no, no, that? no. The rolls are still good. They, they did another thing where it's like, you have to get exactly 10 ice cubes in the cup. So you go to your freezer and you put the, the cup there and nice. see who could get to 10. Like they just make all these kind of fun in-home games and they're doing That's I cool. thought it was a pretty good job. That was cool. That's cool. I might incorporate a little bit of that. Um, I like the one, you know, the, the, the towel one Joe sent was good. Um, there's been, there's been a couple of others that come to mind, but I can't really, there's just been so much Scott, anything that, that jumps out. Well, nothing recently that jumps out. I will. I, I, can I go negative on this one? Yeah, sure. That's your uh, job, right? Yeah, just that's your job. Scott is always we're all positive, and then Scott like brings us down. I just am getting sick of those positive affirmation, uh, like you can call them memes, you can call them just image macros, whatever. Where it's just like, you know, where I, like it'll be something like, hey, during this break, you know, it's like or not break, but during this while you're at home, you can work on like something you've been putting off or whatever. But then there's all the people who are like, you know what? 
just relaxing is enough. You don't have to do it. It's like, yeah, I, we know this. <laughs> people don't, people aren't like, uh, it's like, I didn't write the great American how many, novel. How many celebrities have to tell you what to do during this, during this quarantine? Right. Well, and, but then they also, the celebrities are also who are like, guess it's like, it's okay if you're stressed. It's, it's like, we know. We know. Yeah. It's we like, know. Just enough. Exactly. Uh, like, I, and, but I, I mean, I, you know, all this stuff with like families, like where they're all together and they're goofing around. Those are all fun. That's all fun. We're all just goofing around. We may be stressed, but we can goof around a little bit. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's the thing. Um, it did bring up, I was thinking of like all the internet content that's out there now. I was thinking of like, what, what are some of the greatest viral videos of all time? Like as the internet has grown, you know, there's those things and there's one, like, I want to hear from you guys, like one, one that you'll always remember. Like the first time you saw it, you were like, what the heck is this? Uh, I mean, there's, <laughs> this is one that didn't even, did I ever, I think I showed you guys this during the football season, but this almost sort of predates, it might predate YouTube, but there's a guy where he, it's like QVC and he's trying to sell, uh, like, um, <laughs> like, a, I think it's just a display and he's like, Oh, now I'm forgetting, but it's like, look at this horse or whatever. He's like, he's, he, I will double check right now while other people talk, but he's like, look at this horse. It's beautiful. Look at its mane. Like he's not looking at the screen and he, but, and then it's just like, my producer's telling me that's a butterfly. Like, but he's just like, <laughs> it's, I don't remember. That. It, don't it is that. crazy. Uh, and then the other one would be um, like, just all the vines, you know, that's not that old, but just. Um, so this isn't the first, but there's one where this guy's doing like a backflips in a Krispy Kreme and then the camera, like great cuts. It cuts right when he like backflips into a sign and it's about to smash down. That was like the beauty of Vine. It like, you got just like, it was just the punchline. You own, you just get this insane yeah. six second clip. The but, one, uh, the one that for me that I don't, and I was, I was always like, I had to research what the heck it was, but do you guys remember the techno Viking? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. The techno Viking, like go just for those of you who are listening, just Google techno Viking and watch the video and then explain it to me what's happening because it is insane. <laughs> it, it's insane. It's like a, I don't know where it is, but it's some kind of festival and it's yeah. like people walking in the street and they're high as, you know, and they're just, and this dude, this like big ripped dude comes in wearing like cargo shorts and he looks like a Viking <laughs> and he just starts walking towards the camera and like dancing. It's insane. So just watch techno Viking. I don't know why I was thinking of that, but you know what I saw today? Viking. Somebody brought back, somebody brought back the, the Harlem was a Harlem shake. Yes. Remember, I saw somebody bring that back and it was, you know what? It, it was good. Good job. Good work. The one right Harlem away. Shake one I remember is like, I think it's in Russia or Eastern Europe and they're doing it in a garage and like a gas can explodes <laughs> during it. And I was just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, there's a, there's a whole like, right. There's a whole Twitter account only in Russia or whatever it is. Have you followed that? There's some crazy shit that happens in Russia. I don't know, man. Yeah, Russia's out of control. It's just in, right? 
That's why I was surprised when when Rocky just like he agreed to fight Drago in Russia. That was crazy. No one would ever <laughs> like, do that. What do you, like what do you? Why would you do that? Like he just killed your best friend. Now you're going to go to Russia on Christmas and fight him. How is Dana not like re-promoting that with with Khabib? Well, like that should be like yeah. a, like a hey you know, I can I can already see Dana like this is like the real life Rocky Four. You know, whoever That's versus like, they, I You read stories about like, I and mean, I've heard like guys go on Rogan's podcast and talk about Dagestan, where where Khabib is from. Is like, that's no joke. You don't. You, that's like you don't want to like walk around there and 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 not know anyone. Um, so should we go? Yeah, we can go and see how it is. Twenty twenty two Russia. But it's like Dag- Dagestan. Um, Scott got a new toothbrush. Um, <laughs> sounds oh awesome. Sounds awesome. What is it? I have an electric toothbrush, but your electric toothbrush sounds much cooler than mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's the Oral B uh, Black One Thousand, greatest thing ever. For Travis, toothbrush. will never buy that toothbrush <laughs> with that haircut. And they did yeah, right, other colors also. You, Travis, with that haircut, if you get the Black One Thousand, you're real. You're just throwing it in everybody's face. <laughs> Um, Hey, I just recommend it to any, anyone, my dentist for years has been saying, get an electric toothbrush. And for years I was just like, nah, there, why would I spend $50 on a toothbrush? Guess what? I've been brushing for four days with this game changer. My teeth feel better. My teeth feel cleaner. Do you know there's a, Scott, you know, there's a 7,000. You have the one thousand, and there's a 7,000. I know. Well, that's, that's exactly the point where it's just like, I'm dipping my... You know which one I'm getting. Guess which one I'm getting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one is like Bluetooth. How about, Bluetooth how about Dean's Flex? You and, your, you, and your, you and your stimulus check 1,000, Scott. <laughs> I, hey, I know you didn't even get one because you make enough. that they just, they just, The government has decided, hey, this guy makes enough money. He doesn't even need stimulus. I told you about the secret check that we, that, that we all get that you guys don't know about. Uh, <laughs> That makes sense. Right, right, it's got right, a couple right. extra zeros at the end. What? Nice. Speaking of zeros, okay, we, what, what is everybody watching? Because the show that I just finished was on Amazon Prime 000. Can we talk about which, that, that segue? I mean, that was in, you're in that the was business. Amazing. That was unbelievable. Not wow. planned. Um, <laughs> so, 000, really good on Amazon Prime. I recommend it. The other thing I just finished that you all need to watch that I, I don't, I never really like, I kind of had a, an idea, but I never really knew. And obviously this was a, you know, it wasn't a real documentary. It was, a, it was a dramatic um, interpretation of what happened, but Waco on mm-hmm. Netflix was insane. I had no idea. Like, you know, it's, it's general, it's, it's told from one point of view, more, more of kind of like the, the branch Davidians, um, side of the story, but it is nuts. It is really good. Watch Waco on Netflix. It was it, that was weird that like Netflix just started pushing that because that's a show that came out a couple years ago on Paramount Network. So I, I, whenever I was opening Netflix, I was seeing that too. As like, I got to check that out. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. Check it out. David it David really, Koresh, very chill dude, right? It, it was just like, but though. Like, again, like, you don't know, like, they went inside, obviously, and, and he was a big part of it. Uh, what's his face? Taylor Klitsch. Klitsch, is that his name? Kitsch, Clay? I think. Kitsch. Yeah, Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. Clay, I mean, I think he's one of the executive producers. And just, it was really, like, well-acted. It was really, like, you do get, because there was a couple of books 
that it's based on. And one of the books that's based on was the one, the FBI, the lead negotiator. I mean, he's one of the main characters in the, in the series. Um, and it was just like, it's just fascinating. I, I, I really enjoyed it and, and, uh, I mean, enjoyed watching it. It was just interesting. And obviously, um, you know, an unbelievable tragedy. What happened? I still don't know where you find the time to just watch so much TV. Do you sleep? Yeah, what 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 else are we doing? Like, you can't go out. Just I, I mean, I'm editing. I'm editing videos for your podcast. I'm editing audio for your podcast. <laughs> you know, you're, work, you're working more now than you ever were. Before. This is actually true. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about a show that I watched on Apple TV Plus. I watched oh, the yeah, Beastie Boys yeah. story, which Dean, you should watch. You know, because they're from New York. Um. Yeah, I gotta. Amazing. I gotta check that out. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. Like the the story was was just really well done they're such great writers and their their rise and their highs and their lows and the roller coaster ride that that like those three guys were were so amazing and what they did for for music and and the different things they did it was just they they were so revolutionary and changed music forever and, and it, was that? Cool. it was just cool to watch like, I, I am love a big those Beastie Boys fan. About Beastie Boys were legit I, I you think about you think about groups and music that that were kind of like you said use the word revolutionary certainly the Beastie Boys um, you know, you think about the, the, right. The grunge movement with Nirvana mm-hmm. and, and NWA and, and the whole gangster rap and all of that. And, and, you know, they wouldn't call it gangster rap, but that's what it was. That's what it was labeled and the Beatles and so many like, but yeah, the Beastie Boys are up there in terms of, of game changers. No, no question. It was cool. They I made highly it okay for it. Travis to rap. They did. They definitely made it okay for Travis to rap. I, I and I would have said Travis before this haircut would have would have been doing that, but I don't know what, where he's going now. I, you guys are focusing on this haircut way too much. I agree. I agree. It's should should have kept the hat on. You with this group, you didn't think we were going to rip it apart. All right, this has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.